Welcome to the Custom Apparel Startups Podcast, your best source for information, news, tips, and tricks to get you off the ground running and earn success with your custom apparel decorating business. So get ready to soak up some knowledge. Now, here are your hosts, Mark and Mark. Hey, everybody, and welcome to episode 118 of the Custom Apparel Startups Podcast. Um, this is Mark Vila, and I'm here with Hannah Rago today, actually, which you might notice is a little bit different. So if you heard my voice in the beginning of this and you're used to hearing Mark Stevenson, um, that's why. So we're going to do something a little bit different today and bring some expertise of Hannah Rago here. So um, <laughs> why don't you go ahead and tell us what this episode is going to be about? Yeah, so Mark thought it would be a really good idea um, to talk about social media and just some a little bit over basic social media skills mm. that can really bring your business to the next level. And I do a lot of our behind the scenes in our groups, our Facebook groups. Mm. Um, so he thought, why not bring me on to talk to you guys a little bit? Yeah. And social media will bring out, um, can bring out the best in your business's personality, who it is, who you are, if you're, if you're more directly involved or um, other folks in your business, if you have employees or partners that you work with, but but social media can also bring out the worst, and it can actually oh, yeah. make your business look worse, right? Sure, absolutely. Um, and we're going to go ahead and talk today about what um, what I kind of consider like are the initial steps of nailing down your stellar social media skills. Uh, it's not necessarily about um, building followers and things like that specifically. It's more of just how to nail things down to make your business, to make social media work for your business rather than against it. Yeah. So um, Hannah, why don't you start us off with, um, we're talking about some of the different social channels. So start us off with Facebook and kind of break down. Absolutely. So this is something, it sounded weird in my head, but when you think about it, it really makes sense. So Basically, on Facebook, you have a profile. In best practice, is your profile should really be you. It yeah. should be a person. It should be a human. Um, it should have a face to it. That's really your personality, I think, behind your Facebook. Yeah, and this is specifically, this is, um, and everyone listening probably does have a Facebook page right. already. But if you don't, um, and you're finally going to do it because you're reluctantly going to do it for your business, you set up a Facebook page that's you. When you go to Facebook and it says sign up and it asks for information, it's your name, right. your email address, and a picture of you. Right. Mm-hmm. And then with your profile, which is you, that's when you make your business page. So that page is for your business. Um, and that's where you can write your business information, have your logo, mm-hmm. um, the basics, but then your business page is what makes Facebook groups. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there we go. So so um, and Facebook is really promoting groups. There's even right. TV commercials. Right. For no, there, I see them now. all the time. And this is uh, if you're in the customer apparel startups group, or you're probably in other groups, so you may be familiar already. But a group is typically managed by either a person or a business. But for the sake of what we're doing here, we're met. You want your business. To kind of have the group. Right. And then as your profile, that's where the personality comes from. Mm-hmm. So when you write your posts and whatnot on your group, it's nice to have your name attached to it. Yeah. Yeah, ex- exactly. And and talking about this stuff right here is important because uh, we've mentioned it again on the podcast some time ago, but you, it's against Facebook terms of service for a profile to not be a person. 
Right. Which means they can actually, they will actually just, you will wake up in the morning and your Facebook page will be deleted, gone. And it doesn't matter if you've had it for 10 years or two days. And, um, and I may have even talked about this in the podcast before, but a friend of mine created a, a secondary Facebook page. Okay. Or, I'm sorry, profile. And he created it, um, like, uh, you know, Tom at, not Tom here, just naming a random, I'm protecting the identities of the <laughs> um, Tom at so-and-so sales, right? So he put his first name and then he put end name of his company sales. Right, right. And he was going to use this to help sell online in groups because he didn't want to connect his personal Facebook page to it. And I was like, I don't know, dude. I really think that Facebook can knock this down. I've heard of this. No, my wife's been doing it like six years. And I was like, okay, well, I'm just saying. Well, I, a week goes by and he you know, comes in, you know, it comes in, talks to me and he's like, they shut, I can't believe it. My wife's is still up. And I was like- It, it mean, does what it wants, yeah, really. It, yeah, or, or somebody reported you. Sure, Or you yeah. just got noticed yeah. or what. I'm it, like, if you want to take your wife's down, you could report her. <laughs> <laughs> um, maybe she reported him. Maybe she reports she was jealous. She didn't maybe. Like that he took maybe. Her idea. <laughs> but I, I mean, you probably see it all the time. I see it all the time. A, a company will divide their company name up mm-hmm. by first and last name, and that'll be their profile. Yeah. And, and it's just weird. It's just not the practice to do, really. So, what you should do is you should have your profile, like you said, which is you. Um, what about privacy? Because that's why some folks do that, is they don't want. They don't want their um, business tied to their personal Facebook page. What's well, your thoughts on that? So personally, I um, I attach my own personal Facebook um, to our groups because mm-hmm. I'm, I'm a, I guess I'm an open person. Yeah. Um, but there are ways to privatize your account. Mm-hmm. So you know, um, like your account's pretty private, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And then, um, but then on the other hand, you can have two accounts that are both you as mm-hmm. a human. So like you can have your business account as, you know, your more professional account, you could call it, and then your family and friends account. And do you think, and is, and what I'm not, I'm not 100% sure if that's terms of service allowable. I'm I'm not sure. But the likelihood of that being brought down is probably low. Right, because they're both humans. Yeah, but, um, but beyond that, on my Facebook page, um, I do a ton of stuff with business on Facebook, and I just choose... Um, that if I'm going to post pictures of um, uh, jokes that I like to make or family pictures or where I am on vacation or just personal things, I share that with my friends. Right. And then publicly, I'll share that separately if I want to say something in a group like I've said, oh, you're going to Disney this weekend on too. You know, I've said that in our Custom Apparel Stores Facebook group, but the rest of it, I keep it private. Sure. So you can, bottom line is you can lock down the privacy as much as you want on your personal page so nobody can see all the information right. that you're sharing to your friends. So Facebook gives you the opportunity because they know people conduct business Absolutely. and personal stuff on there. And then in addition to that, there's also settings where you can um, you can have multiple levels of privacy. So when oh. you post something, it's only available right. for your friends to right. see. Absolutely. And you can post and share other things that everybody can see. Yep. So um, next, so let's go ahead and um, tell us about, um, we talked about profiles a bit. Will you tell us more about groups? Yeah. So uh, groups are, like he said earlier, 
are huge right now with Facebook. Mm-hmm. They're really Facebook's really into this engagement and this community aspect, um, and they're a really great way um, to communitize your business. And there's a couple different kinds. So there's open groups. Mm-hmm. Anyone can view it. Anyone sees it. Their members, you they pop up sometimes. Actually, yeah, on yeah. the side, you'll see groups that maybe Facebook thinks you'll be you'd be interested in. There's closed group, so you can view it. But only members can see the group post. So you have to gain membership to see the post. So you can search for this group like custom custom apparel apparel startups. startups. Exactly. Then there's secret groups. So you can only find that group if someone invites you. Okay. So um, I've I've seen both. I've seen businesses have closed and secret. I don't think businesses as much have the open groups mm. because you want this to be a really close niche of your mm. business. These are your target, this is your target audience, yeah, really. And, and if you have it, if you decide that you want to um, start a, a group for your business, meaning, um, uh, let's try to think of a couple examples of what that might be. So you uh, sell uh, shirts into like a fishing and hunting community and you do apparel for them. So what you might do is you might start a, a hunting and fishing group and we've right. talked about this in other podcasts. Maybe you, maybe um, it's going to be for your state or for your area, or you just start a uh, a t-shirt group. You know, yeah. it's just about cool fishing t-shirts. Mm-hmm. And um, if you start this group, then you typically closed as a way to go, like you mentioned, because it keeps it close. So you people ask to come in, you vet them, you let them in, and then if they post things that you don't like or um, or kind of a, a, a virus in the group, sure. then you go ahead and kick them out. The problem with open groups is 100% of the time, if you have an open group, it's going to be 75% right. of people that are not your customers. Not intra- exactly. T- just tons of people from um, India and Pakistan oh, and the yeah. Philippines trying to sell you um, you know, some sort of an SEO service on your page. It's going to going to be, you don't realize on the custom apparel startups group, how often, what, what um, you, cause you had asked me one day about that, right? That we only let in like, Oh yeah. 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 How many, do you remember what it was? How many people asked to be in the group? Yeah. Oh, I mean, it's like about, I would say almost a, it seems like almost a hundred a week. Yeah. Every day there's like 10 or 15. And then how many are like, do we actually accept I would say a day, we really only accept like two yeah, on so, the highest, so maybe one like or two. 10% right. of what are going to come in. And that's why you close a group up because all the time we're seeing, you know, it's just, you know, somebody in India who has a digitizing service that just wants to come in their group, not offer any value, right, right. but sell their digitizing service. And chances are that, um, and the reason why we're not going to have them in the group, they don't make apparel. Mm-hmm. They're not there to bring value. It's right. pretty much, this is, it's designed to be an, a, an American group because it's about our market here, sure. how we sell here. Mm-hmm. Um, and that also um, for folks who want to outsource and, and things like that to other people in our community. So that's kind of a U.S. Right. Group. And normally we'll see those people that are have no business really being in the group. They're in like 100 groups. So, yeah. you know, who's really in 100 groups? Uh, yeah, and the, yeah, because because other folks that will try to come in are, I mean, there's any type of spam stuff you can right, they're right. going to be there. So um, now, so we've got groups. I think the way to go for most of this is probably a closed. Closed. Group. I would recommend closed. Um, uh, secret groups are maybe. I would say, Mark mentioned earlier, like going to Disney. Yeah. If you have a group of friends or even like long distance friends mm-hmm. and you want to meet up at Disney and stuff like that, I would keep that a secret group. So yeah. I don't really see as much of a place 
for the business with that. You don't plan on inviting on it. You don't want anybody to right. ask to join. Right. So um, a secret group you might do um, for your business might, maybe it's just your customers. Yeah. Or your staff. Or your staff. I see staff a mm -hmm. lot. Yeah, Absolutely. That's, a great, that's actually a great idea one too. So you can make one for your staff or your customers, or maybe you have um, a little network of people locally that you do business sure. with, like um, uh, a sign shop, mm -hmm. your shop, a screen, shim, a screen shirt, maybe a marketing company, a real estate company, and you decide, well, hey, why don't we just make it all a little network together and we can refer. Right. But it's a secret group because... No one else is going to be in there unless we invite them in the join. Right. So um, saying all that, then we can just wrap up with kind of um, just what other social media profiles might be beneficial to the business. I, I think they all have a place. So I'm Instagram is always people love Instagram. I mean, it. It's more photo driven, I would mm -hmm. say. So I think it's important if you're considering an Instagram for your page to have some great photo content. Um, Twitter is Everyone has a Twitter. I mean, it's great to, to post little posts um, and short engagement, I think, mm -hmm. is always nice in Twitter. And then LinkedIn is very important professionally. Yeah. So I and these are when we're talking about mastering some of these um, skills, Mark and I would say, I mean, Facebook is just one of those ones you should do. If right. Somebody is Google searching your business. Facebook's going to pop up towards the top. Yep. It will help drive traffic to your business. Um, most of your customers are going to be there. Most everyone's going to be there. Where not all of your customers are necessarily going to be on LinkedIn, Twitter, or Instagram. Absolutely. It's really going to depend on what your market is. Sure. So that, um, like the, if you do like a kind of uh, the fishing t-shirt type of a company, mm -hmm. that might be one where on Instagram, you're posting pictures of your shirt. Sure. And telling people where to find them. Yeah. And you're connecting with other people that are into fishing and hunting that are taking pictures of outdoors and t-shirts. And, and these images might be enough to drive some drive some traffic to you um, or just help to build up your brand right. a little bit. Um, LinkedIn is probably not as big of a place for that market. Sure. Um, the LinkedIn would probably be if you do a lot of corporate wear. Yeah, absolutely. Because all of those people are on LinkedIn. Yes. They're using LinkedIn too. So Mark and I have always said, go to where you know your customers would be. Sure. And if your customers aren't on any of the Instagram, Twitter, or LinkedIn that you know of, then you don't have to put a lot of effort to go there. Sure. I think bottom line though also, mm -hmm. if you're going to do it, do it. Yeah. Don't just halfway do it. Yeah. If you're going to have an Instagram, then, then actually do it. Yes, if, if that's a, that's a really don't have an Instagram to um, for your business for your personal do whatever you want right but for oh your, absolutely for your business, right because <laughs> you know, I I post Instagram once a year almost but I look at stuff on Instagram every day so I, I follow up a few few pages I enjoy going through it right if somebody is is on Instagram and they find your business. And there's like one picture on there. You haven't posted in a year. Yeah. Most likely they're probably going to think you're not open. Uh, yeah. yeah, They're going to think you're not open or they're, they're going to see you abandon this page right. or whatever it might be. So um, now that we've kind of gone there, you had made some notes for us, Hannah, about kind of the purpose of some posts. So let's go through some of the purpose of these posts. And hopefully by the end of this, um, uh, those of you listening out there will have some good ideas of yeah. how you're going to post online. Right. So that transitions well into the first purpose I think people think of a post is to show activity. Mm -hmm. So like we said, um, if someone lands on your page on one of these social channels and you haven't posted in a while, most people might just think that you're closed. Um, you have mm -hmm. really small hours. You're not 
a fully developed business. Uh, there's so many thoughts that can, I think, pop into mm -hmm. people's heads when they see a business social page that's not very developed or not very active. Yeah, it it it, uh, it makes you look. There's a negativity to it. Right. It's the equivalent of um, of walking into a store and not seeing any employees, or mm -hmm. walking by a um, walking by a storefront and you still see. You know, it's it's February now, and you still see a, a Christmas sale sure. sign up. It feels like oh, is this something. Store, like, yeah, what's what's, what's wrong? wrong? Yeah, right. What's wrong is a question that's going to come come across people's head. Um, you'd also put to um, selling online. Right, could be another thing for posting, and this happens all the time. Um, my daughter does skating, so I join a, I join a few groups that. Um, that are set up by businesses. Mm -hmm. um, one of them is like a buy, sell, and trade group. And it's oh, set yeah. up by businesses, by a business, um, that they post their own stuff that they custom make. So every fourth post is them posting something they make. Mm -hmm. And then in between that, people are selling some of their used skating, ice skating gear, you know, um, like outfits and skates and yeah. things like that. So that's a good example of what a group might be. And so this woman who runs it, she's using it to sell online. Her posts are, here's this, there's one of them, it's a size 10, the price is this, you know, a message if you're interested. Right. And um, plenty of people do this with all types of stuff that they that they custom make online. Absolutely. And I, I've also seen, you know, people use groups to sell. I've also seen people use their business pages mm -hmm. to sell. Mm -hmm. And Personally, I think I, I'm a huge online shopper. Mm -hmm. um, I shop on social media frequently. If you're going to sell on your page, I think you need to have it organized. If you're going to be uploading photos of what you're selling, make albums. Keep it mm -hmm. where it's user-friendly, where people can find what you're selling. Yeah, and then um, what was the last thing you bought on so, through social media, do you think? A sweater. A sweater. Okay, so that's perfect. From a local boutique. They okay. sell, they sell A lot of their stuff they sell online. You comment, I want it. Yeah. Um, you know, cash app type of thing, yeah, transaction, right, yeah. right. And then it's my sweater. Yeah, yeah, that's very, and and you can do that too. And it, again, that's going to depend on what you sell, I think, right. right? Because if you're mostly doing all custom, sure, then it might not necessarily work. Um, you also might do custom, but, you, but um, that's uh, replicable. So you might have a tote bag that you're selling or something mm -hmm. like that, or a towel that you're selling that's monogrammed. And then you could put in there, get your monogram on this towel. Right. I've got five of them. Mm -hmm. You know, message me. And yeah. then there's five left. And then one of the other things about selling online is be sure to um, update that post when it's sold or right. sold out. Yeah. That's frustrating for people dealing online is they comment, I'm interested, you know, it's sold. And well, um, it's frustrating. And you can look yeah. at Facebook Marketplace. Oh, yeah. Speaking of that, what do you think about... <laughs> About in our industry selling on Facebook Marketplace. On Facebook Mar, I'm not a huge Facebook Marketplace. Mm -hmm. um, kind of sketches me out a little bit. Uh -huh. I'm never too sure about the sellers on there. I think that you know I buy from local boutiques that I yeah. know. I you know they have a contact information, mm -hmm. but I, I don't know. I I want to trust it. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> so I I'm a Facebook Marketplace user, and it so it definitely depends. You have to understand who your customer is. Um, I don't know if it might be um, an age difference thing because Maybe. I because you know I grew up in a time where I bought and sold stuff like on Craigslist. Yeah, no, I I never use, yeah, I will not use Craigslist, which now like, is considered scary. But, yeah, but but ten fifteen years right. ago it was like you just oh yeah. you could, that's where you go and buy and sell right. stuff, and then 
Um, just like anything, things can degrade over time. Mm -hmm. uh, but Facebook Marketplace, it uh, could be an opportunity. Um, the usually the issue with that one could be is that folks are not might not necessarily be looking for the custom apparel mm -hmm. or not. I don't know. You should you should look up right. and see if you can look find into anybody it, yeah. selling monograms. Sure. If you're doing embroidery or selling custom t-shirts. Right. And locationally an too. Because I, I know on Facebook Marketplace, I've seen things that are not necessarily close. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, they're in Tampa or they're yeah. in the area, but they, they can be far. So definitely something to look into. Yeah, I would. I'm curious about it. Maybe we'll do a podcast just on that one day. Um, note taken. So um, <laughs> what's the next thing? All right, so sell sell online um, and then gain followers, purpose of your post. I think the big part about this, um, the benefits of this kind of posting style is your branding and your recognition. Um, brand awareness is is pretty key, I would yeah. say, in the custom apparel. So you're so essentially you're you're posting something that is um, share worthy or if somebody stumbles upon it, is worthy of them. Oh, that's interesting right. enough where I want to see more mm -hmm. from this page. Right. Um, so it might be a particularly um, uh, beautiful design you've done, sure. a particularly interesting or funny design. Right. Um, if you, or it could be a, very, a themed niche design, like mm -hmm. I mentioned about like the fishing yeah. before. Somebody might see that. Oh, I, I fish. I love yeah. fishing shirts. I have a ton of them. I mean, I don't, but other people do. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know much about it besides. Um, there's a fishing bowl right. online, but um, but beyond that, somebody might see that you do uh, ice skating type of apparel mm -hmm. or cheer type of apparel or or sports apparel or funny t-shirts. They see your post; it's share worthy, where they might share that funny t-shirt to a friend, right. Or tag a friend mm -hmm. in in your post. Oh yeah, um, this is going to happen probably on your business page mm -hmm. because your group is closed, right? So no new people are going to find it in there it's only mm -hmm. going to be people who are already members um or and it's not going to be in your personal page because your personal page is going to be your friends and other people like that so but on your business page you post a particularly funny t-shirt and hopefully you will see people tag their friends yeah who will also find it funny or they'll hit that share button and share the post right right um when you gain followers um we've talked about this a bunch of time that gaining followers is um in a way, it's like in, it's like points that you get on the internet that don't matter. Right. Um, but it it does do a couple things. You mentioned the branding and recognition. If you go to a page and they have ten thousand followers, that seems like they it it adds more clout to their brand Absolutely. versus somebody who has uh, 15, 15, 20. you know, something like that. So. Um, it can help build it up. You don't need to have 10,000 for a small business to seem legitimate. No, absolutely not. If if you're a small enough business and you've been doing it for a while and you have 1,000 or 500 or oh, something right. like yeah. that, you know, I mean, that that right there can say, okay, this is a local small business that has, mm -hmm. that um, that seems like they're doing something. Um, right. And that comes down to the social proof yeah, of it. of course. You and know. that, kind of the activity aspect as well. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think it all incorporates, so you... Like you don't, like we said earlier, you don't want social media to make you look worse. Yes, uh, that's it. And you create a Facebook page, you post a couple times, nobody likes it. You have nobody, nobody likes your page, nobody likes your posts, nobody's commented. Um, all that stuff, it looks barren. Your most recent post is Christmas special and right. it's in the middle of February. So 
this, what you're doing here is you want to kind of grow that page to a point. So when new people look you up, say, do just Google your business name or they Google embroidery shop in city. And mm -hmm. the first thing that comes up is your page on Facebook would be a wonderful thing to happen. If they click on it and it looks barren, they're probably going to hit the back button and look right. for a better answer. Right. No, definitely. So, um, the next thing you mentioned, uh, business information. We've talked about this a ton, so I'm going to let you give your take on it. Sure. Yeah, I, I think I we can tell now that I'm a huge like local boutique kind of shopper. I love online. I love clothes. Um, and a lot of a lot of business pages mm -hmm. post their business information on there. So what that means: hours, mm -hmm. store openings, store closings. Big thing with local businesses is sometimes people are open traditional like nine to five, but they won't go in on Tuesday. Mm -hmm. So they'll post that on their Facebook page. We're closing up shop today, have some family things going on. Mm -hmm. um, sales, mm -hmm. they post a lot of sale information um, in a summary, a good summary of their business, what they sell, what they do. Yeah, and that's it. You, you, it's not, the thing about that is if you're a small business owner and you have a local page, you're, you might look at the stats of your page um, through the Facebook insights and say, and it not seem like it's that big of a deal. Like 16 people went there all week, mm -hmm. right? And that doesn't feel very encouraging. But if you were to think about um, your storefront, right? If you had a storefront and you had 16 more people come in in that week, you know, especially for a new small business, all 16 of those people are potential customers or potential, could be a potential big customer, could could have been 16 more orders that you got. Right. Um, and then the referrals that they come. So you want to just take a look at whatever that number is. And all those people need to make sure that they understand who you are, how to reach you, and any of the other information. And you want to look good for them. Um, so even if it is a small number, all of those people are potential customers who would have called you or mm -hmm. walked into your shop or whatever it might be. Um, and uh, then you mentioned engagement. So um, having good engagement on your Facebook page can be something that, again, like offers some clout and credibility right. and, and will make your customers like you more. And essentially, this means, you know, ask your, cust ask your customers questions. Give them polls. Yeah, polls. Just make, let them make decisions. Yeah. yeah even the, if they that. aren't real decisions. Yeah. And, and it might just be you're not sure because we do that, too. Right. We're thinking, like, should we do A or B? And we'll just say, why don't we just ask our customers and let them yeah. decide? Because we're 50-50 on which one is better, but we only have enough right. time to do one of them. And then we'll do the next one maybe another day. So you can help your customers make decisions on that. Which mm -hmm. style of hat do you like better? Um, I think it's important that this one is last because if you've got nobody on your page and nobody visits sure. it, and you are asking polls with no answers, right? And that's going to yeah. be just as awkward as having any of the other mistakes we mentioned. Definitely. So, um, it, at least if you have some friends and family who love you enough to want to participate in these things, if you got five or six sure. of those that will respond and answer, at least you'll create some activity, and then hopefully that will grow for you over time. Um, you know, our Facebook group and page, you know, they started with one person. Yeah. Just like everybody else, right? you know? So um, so let's talk about some best practices. All right. Okay. Um, what about um, frequency? How often should, so, we, should we be posting online? I would say once a day. Um, it, it may sound like a lot, but um, with 
good planning once a day can be easy.、Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, there's never there's not a problem if you don't post one day. You know, no one's going to freak out if you don't post on Tuesday.、Mm-hmm. Um, but I would say best practice would be once a day at minimum. You're you're not going to be、um, you're not going to offend everybody. If right. You post a right. Picture, if you post one picture a day from your business on Instagram, oh my God, I'm being replaced. <laughs> oh well, Mark Stevenson noticed we're doing a podcast <laughs> without him. <laughs> um, so uh, if you post,、uh, if you take a picture of some apparel that you're making, of your equipment running, or of some of your customers every day, and you're posting that on Instagram and Facebook, you're not going to be offending anybody. And if somebody unlikes your page because you did that, then they probably weren't. Uh, they probably didn't care.、Uh, right, 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 exactly.、Um, that's why they went away. So I think doing some frequency, and then the frequency、um, is completely adjustable. If you're doing,、um, we talked about it earlier. If you're the, if you do youth sports, and there is a big、um, tournament this weekend, it's it's not inappropriate for you to post ten times, fifteen、right. times in that day. The pi- pictures of kids getting their trophies, pictures of kids and parents wearing a pair. Yeah, don't pass up the opportunity to yeah, post. If you because, have content,、mm-hmm. post it. Yeah, if you have content, post it because that can be really good. Because also, people will come and visit your page and see you, and they'll go back in time a little bit. That's、mm-hmm. typical, right? You get to a page and just to peek at it, you scroll down. Oh yeah. And if when they're hitting that scroll button, if they land on a tournament day, and they see you know your business with a bunch of people, a bunch of smiling faces, a bunch of cool apparel, and event, that really adds some clout. To who you are, that you're、mm-hmm. involved in the community. Oh wow! Look at all these teams that、right. we work with. Things like that. Yeah. After this, clout might be my new word. Yeah, it's a cool <laughs> word. It's fun. So,、um, tell and talk about、um, photo and video. Quality-wise, photo and video is important. You should have good quality photo、yeah. and video, but photo and video also really enhances a post.、Mm-hmm. So, just posting some text, you know, it's okay. But if you can add a photo that relates to it, or even better, a video that relates to it, you're going to get some more mileage. Yeah, yeah. So、um, this is kind of goes almost without saying, right? But it's but we should say it since we're doing a podcast、sure. on this. But everybody knows that you when you're scrolling through things, you're more likely to stop at a picture or a video、right. and check it out than you are if somebody just posted words. Yeah,、right? absolutely.、And、especially if it's a big long post of words. Telling everybody how like the Facebook is changing their rules, and if you don't share,、oh, this,、yeah. they can steal. Yeah, the one my dad did. Yeah, that one. <laughs>、um, so, so、um, yeah, it's a good idea. That's in your frequency. I would say, especially in the custom apparel world,、um, if almost all your posts were just a single picture or a single short video, I think it's going to do great for you. And、uh, just a side note on that is, you can't、um, don't count likes. And count comments as success when you're starting this up. Absolutely. Like, just do it. Yeah. Because it's going to take a pretty long time. Just, we we have,、um, I don't even remember the number now. Forty thousand people that follow us on Coleman and Company. Yeah, I have、and、no we can clue. Post one a picture that will get one like and one. Oh yeah. Sometime, right, and it's just we don't know why. Because it could be, we could post a similar picture, and it gets a hundred times that. So、um, maybe it was a really busy day in the world with some other piece of news、mm-hmm. would, that was being. So the trend, everything else was trending on、yeah. top. Maybe it was just a. But what? I mean, There's so many reasons. There's so many. Right. So just do it. Continue to do it.、Um, if you build it, they will come. <laughs> kind of an attitude、right. on it, because what you're looking for is, especially your if you're a small shop, 
you might only be doing um, uh, two orders a week in the beginning sure. or 10 orders a week or 100 orders a month. You know, I mean, you could be a, a successful shop could be doing 50 orders a month yeah. and 20 orders a month. And like, and you're reaching a point in your business where your income is great, the size of your orders are good, and you are happy to continue your business almost indefinitely at kind of that pace and that size, which means that um, ever that if it's 20 orders, a 20th of your business could be that one person that's going, flipping through the pages, seeing the effort you put in and saying, this is somebody I want to do business with, and they're giving you a check for $2,000. Right. So you have to consider it in for the big picture sale because you're not, um, you know, Revlon selling makeup to a million people. Yeah. Uh, so a couple other things on um, the best practices. You had you had mentioned um, tagging and, and page sharing. you have any comments on that? Right. Yeah. Um, any opportunity that you can get to have people, you know, tag their friends mm-hmm. or uh, share this with, you know, like-minded, you know, the fishing example, I think is really good. Mm -hmm. Share this with your fellow, fellow fishermen, Mm -hmm. things like that. Any opportunity, tag a friend, tag a friend that you would share this, that wear this t-shirt with. Yeah, Things like that. They go for miles. Tag a friend who's in love with monogramming everything. Right. Which we all have one. (laughs) So um, that's a good opportunity. You can also, another thing you can do is tag people that are in the images with you. So you could, if you're at that, um, sports tournament for the kids sure. and you're taking a picture of um, one of the sponsors, you know, maybe like a local plumbing company who sponsors one of the teams and you made the apparel for them. You could say, Hey, can I take a picture and tag your business in there? Of yeah, course they're going to say of yes. Course. And right. then they're tagged in there. They maybe some of their followers or friends or family or whoever might be might see that, and then it just it's all like this this tiny little snowball that you're hoping to build right. up big over time. Yeah. Uh, so let's talk about then um, a social calendar. So the reason we bring this up is um, it's easy to say I'm going to post every day, right? Right. Um, but how hard is it really? Right. And <laughs> like I... it's hard. Um, it doesn't seem like it would. No. Be right. It's like when we go. Th- when we go through all this, it seems like a lot. Um, mm-hmm. And making a social calendar and just keeping yourself organized and pre-planning mm-hmm. um, can really help keep you on track with the frequency. And um, there, there's so many ways to plan ahead. Like I said, if you have content, mm-hmm. use it. So save content, have a plan. Um, there's so many ways you can make a calendar. You can do it simply through Google Sheets, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. something as easy as that. There's more advanced ways you can use. Uh, we personally use an Asana mm-hmm. type calendar. Um, but any time that you can plan ahead for the week, I think you're going to thank yourself in so the long what run. What are some things that they might plan in that week or to, to rolling weekly? Do you have any thoughts on that? Personally, mm-hmm. uh, we have what we do personally. So I have a whole calendar set up. And what I like to do is on Monday, plan my week. Mm-hmm. Um, and I kind of have common themes, okay. which, which can help things roll along. On Wednesdays, I like to do a common, you know, maybe a podcast theme. Mm-hmm. On Thursdays, I want to make a post that makes people um, make a decision. Okay. On mm-hmm. Mondays, I like to do humor now. Mm-hmm. And now we have meme Mondays. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. You wrote some <laughs> amazing memes. Good. Right. You're taking you're taking it to a new level. I love it. Yeah. So a common theme I think can help things roll along. So what I might think for um, a business owner that, especially somebody in the custom apparel business, um, for one, if you participate in something 
um, on a frequent basis. Like if you are the type of person who goes to like the farmer's market shops every weekend. Sure. So then um, and maybe you could say every day when I'm there, I'm going to post. Mm -hmm. And then every Wednesday, I'll do the reminder to let people know I'm right. going to be there. Right. Here are some pictures from last yep. week. So there's two days right down you've yeah. got ideas for. Um, and then maybe one day, Monday, you could do a theme of, uh, say... Um, like a back to the grind Monday Absolutely. and maybe show a little video of your equipment running or you doing some actual yeah. work, packing boxes, making t-shirts, things like that. And then on Tuesday, you could um, maybe share a customer story. So I love that every idea. Every Tuesday, you share a picture of some customers that you've done business with mm -hmm. and the apparel you made for them. We've already covered Wednesday. Right. Now we have um, Thursday and Friday. You got, you have, do you have two ideas you can throw in there? Friday's a fun day. Okay, I Friday's a fun day. I like fun day. Anything fun. Maybe some like behind the scenes quirkiness. Okay. I think people love that on social. Yeah. So that's a great idea. You can show... Um, if you if there's any bloopers from the week, oh, yeah. or somebody you know made a shirt upside down, you know here's this week's mistake. Mm -hmm. You know somebody spilled ink on the ground, which at first you're upset about because it's yeah. So but much now time it's and Friday money. and it's like but all right, it's, it's funny you now. You take a picture of it and now you can say here's this week's mess up. Mm -hmm. And then we have one day um, Thursday. You can always do general marketing yeah, for yourself. Gen yeah, there you go. Yeah. General marketing. Just remember our them. hours, sir. Yeah. You know we're open on Saturdays. Remember something like that. Yeah, here's some things we do. Here's a, you can show a picture um, of one garment you do. Sure. Right? So if you have um, 30 different types of shirts, hats, bags, stuff you normally work with, mm -hmm. there, there, you got 30 weeks out of the year set on yeah, Thursday. There right? you go. And then for the other 20 something, just repeat. Yeah. Go back, just go okay. back to January and pull what you did from that first week because there's it's it's a type of shirt you're sharing. Um, nobody is there, very few people are there every single week and memorizing what you did. So exactly. You just reshare another popular hat. And so there we go. I think we got it for you. You've got right. a full week. That's a full week there. You put it on the calendar. Now schedule it too. Yeah, and schedule it. So um, how now you, when you mentioned scheduling, so what we mean specifically is you don't have to post it um, at that moment. Exactly. Me meaning take a picture with your phone, hit post and go. Right. Which is great. You can do that as it comes to. Yeah. Um, but when you're scheduling and planning ahead, no harm, no foul in scheduling things. You can do this on Facebook directly through Facebook. Yeah. You can um, easily schedule things. I want this to go live on Monday at 2 p.m. And you can do this on your groups and on your right. business pages. So the way that I would do it is, um, let's say um, Tuesday is a particularly busy day for you that day. That particular Tuesday, it's a busy day. You had three orders you were delivering. Mm -hmm. And all three of them were just like home run hits. Like you love the color of the shirt. You love their logo. You love the design. All of it around came up beautifully, right? So what you do on that day is you take pictures of all three of those. Right. And then on, I believe, Tuesday, we said was share customer work day. Love it. Right there, you go ahead and you schedule those three. This one's going to go out next Tuesday. This one will go out the following Tuesday. This one will go out the following Tuesday. Mm -hmm. You've got three weeks in a row set up on, on one day's worth of work. Right. And Facebook stores it. So you can yeah. see all of it that's that's scheduled. You're mm -hmm. not just posting it and, oh, surprise, there it is on yeah. Tuesday. Yeah. You can look back and remind yourself what you have scheduled. Exactly. If that if you deliver to that customer and they just turn out to be the biggest jerk constantly and you don't yeah. want to share cancel their logo, it. you can cancel it. Uh, 
Now there's, you can do this directly through Facebook, speaking of there, but there's some other tools you can use. Um, Hootsuite, Loomly, and Buffer are three really popular ones. ones. They offer free and paid services uh, for monitoring and posting and scheduling social media. Right. Typically, uh, folks will do this um, outside of Facebook just because um, they might offer a more robust tool or app that's more interesting. Or um, it will post to um, Instagram and Twitter and And Facebook Facebook, at the same time for you. So you can program all three accounts in there, put one picture in, and it'll shoot it out to all three at the same time. Um, There's plenty to dive into on that strategy alone. Right. Whether you should have different content for different social. But um, for now, if you're taking pictures of good things you made, it's pretty safe to just go and just share it out there. Um, dive deeper into it over time. Um, so that's it. We, and last common comment here was uh, we talked about it already, but a general rule is just post one a day and just go from there. Right. And if you forget a day or you don't have anything interesting, don't panic off off of that day. Just go ahead and skip that week and the days when you have a slur- surplus of content. Take advantage of that. Right. So we're almost almost time to wrap it up. Let's just throw out a few things to remember. Yeah, and then absolutely. We'll let these folks go and uh, and actually do some of this. Yeah, uh, let's kick it off. First thing to remember, I think this is super important. Um, people often forget, even though it's social media mm-hmm. and it's more casual, being professional is so important. Spell check your posts. Look at your photos. Make sure they're good quality. Your mm-hmm. video is audible. Um, just be professional. This is still your business. Yeah, it's still your business. So. Um, a- Couple things. If you are not great at spelling or grammar, um, what you can do is, especially if you're posting from your mobile device, like most people are, you can go ahead and open up your email app, write your post in there, and let us post. And the and the your email app is going to automatically have some of that grammar and spelling checks right. in it. And then you can go ahead and copy that and paste that into Facebook. So, um, and this way you'll get your you and your mm-hmm. and, and things like that right there and there. Right, things right. Like that. And uh, it also gives you the opportunity to write it, read it, check if there's any squiggly lines telling you you spelled something wrong, copy, paste it, read it again. Now you've read it two, three times. And when you make your post, you're good. The great thing about scheduling too, um, speaking about that is, when you're kind of going in, like if you, if on Monday you're reviewing what's going to be posted this week, you can reread that all again. Exactly. And um, and then you can make sure things are good again. Compared to when you post live, you make a mistake, you have to go and edit it. Right. Right. And you right. edit that, and you make another mistake when you make the edit. Sure. And if you're <laughs> so, if you're scheduling through some kind of calendar, usually that'll have a spell check on it yeah, too. So for sure, definitely uh, read through that. Um, you mentioned about the the quality. You know, I made a note in here. You know, no potato quality photos, and that you know it's old internet joke, but it means it's old. Pick, some videos on YouTube in the beginning were so bad, people would joke, "It looks like you shot this with a potato." You know, that's how bad. Right. This it. is the first time I've heard this, <laughs> but that's um, really important. If you if you can't take a photo, if a photo's fuzzy. If the image is really bad, you're almost just better not off not sharing it. Like, yeah. I understand that you wanted to share this picture with somebody or with this event, but if it's really poor quality, just don't even right. bother to share don't it. Don't force content. Yeah, don't force content. Um, if you took a picture and you have to zoom in so much to get the logo that it's fuzzy, just don't even bother to share it. Just You'd rather just not have that there. Um, go anytime you're questioning something like this, whether your photos look good or not. 
Uh, pick a big brand that you already follow, whether um, it's a, a big restaurant chain or a big whatever, whatever it is, but any big brand that you follow and look at their photos and compare it to yours. You don't have to be as good as them, but they at least need to be clear and, and not fuzzy or weird or whatever it might yeah, be. Absolutely. Um, let's see here. Um, check your inbox. Check your inbox. T tell us about yeah. that. Uh, definitely respond to your customers. It not only does, um, your page actually generate a, um, response rate. Mm -hmm. It's just great practice. If your customers are asking you questions via Facebook, just respond to them. Mm -hmm. Uh, even if it's, it's short, if you're busy, just, um, you know, I'll get back to you or anything just to show them that you're actually there. Yeah. Goes back to your showing activity, really. So, so this is if they comment on a picture or post. Right. How much is this? Where can I get it? Um, I love this. You know, whatever it is, whatever they write, try to respond back to that. If they message your page directly, be sure to respond. Uh, because it does say, Facebook will say usually responds in a certain amount of time right. and you want to be able to have a good rate there. Absolutely. Um, I think you can also control that too. So you can go into your Facebook settings and you can say usually responds the next day and this sure. way customers have an expectation. They know. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, Facebook also in their, in your business page settings, you can set up an autoresponder, which we yeah. use too. We don't, um, we get so many Facebook messages uh, between we have live chat and multiple phone numbers and all that stuff. We have so many Facebook messages that it becomes hard to manage all of it, especially right. when there's a lot of nights and weekends when our staff's not here. Sure. So we have an auto one responder that when somebody message us, messages us, and many of you may have started this way, it says, thanks for reaching out to us. Um, we don't monitor this 24 seven. If you want to reach out to us, here's our phone number. Here's our website, et cetera. Right. And no, no one will take offense to that. Yeah. Especially if it's nice, you know, a nice couple sentences and you can do that every time. Hey, I don't monitor this all the time, but it's really important for me to hear from you. Here's our business phone number. Here's our email address. Those are the two based, best ways to reach us. By the way, we're typically available from uh, 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Monday through Saturday. There right. you go. There you go. Um, and, uh, the, and then last bit here was just engaging in the comments, is which is the same as kind of the, what we're talking about right. now. Right, right. Um, just in the comments. So um, I one of the big things, if people are leaving reviews either on a picture or on your page, um, I'm always a fan of respond to every review. Right. Even if it's bad. Even if it's bad or good. Even if it's good. Even if right. it's bad or even if Thank it's you. good. Thank you. If they say, yeah, if they love this monogram, thank you. I appreciate it, right. you know, whatever it might be. Um, or I was really upset at this company because I wanted shirts in five days and they told me that their turn time was 10 days. I'm sorry, we're really busy. We're working on, you know, getting things caught up. You know, we're hiring some new people, whatever it might be. Yeah. And you can respond to that that way. Yeah, absolutely. And it seems, uh, it could be a lot. Mm -hmm. So I think it's important to just maybe take a little bit of time a day or every other day to catch up on this. Don't just sit there on Facebook. Like you could easily get trapped in this all yeah, day. That's actually a really good point. So um, you had mentioned like designating some time. Right. Right. Like and I, certain, um, exactly. Certain exactly. Or, yeah. Maybe like 30 minutes. Yeah. So um, typically what I'll do in my routine is I'll come in here and 
it's um, it's like some of my waking up with coffee stuff. I'll turn on Facebook, I'll look at my notifications and I'll see, do I need to respond to anything? No, you know, and if I do, if it's particularly hard, like it's a really bad review, I don't necessarily let it consume my day yet at that point sure. in time. I say, <laughs> okay, I'm gonna have to handle this review, I'll do some research. Um, if it's just a bunch of, oh, thanks, this looks good, then it's really easy to just type, thank you so much, we love you too, you're great, we appreciate you, and, um, and yeah, you're just reading them. And just in my head, I'm always thinking like, that's a really nice review. I like this person. You know, I like right. that they said that about us. Right. And I say that out loud to them, mm -hmm. just like they were in person. It would be particularly awkward in person if someone came up and said, wow, I really love these shirts that you made for right. me. And then you sat there in silence. Right. Right. It'd be so, weird. Um, I always try to think of, of these online things. Well, how, how might we handle it in person? Yeah, absolutely. So, um, Hopefully, some uh, some folks here, you learned something, something yeah. new to do. Um, I like to always leave folks with like an action item at the end of the episode. All right. Um, do, you, do you have something that you think when they stop listening to this and they sit down in front of their computer or their phone, um, what do you think they should do next? I feel like your next step, if you don't have your profile, your business page, and your, a business group set up... Mm -hmm. Make your plan and do that. Okay. I think that's the most important. Um, just write, type out a plan. Just make a plan in your head of what you want to accomplish okay. with social media. Go from there. I like that. And I would say um, your personal and your business page have those. If you're not sure on a group yet, right. like just hover on the idea and have that like as, as, as a possible long-term to-do of what sure. could my group be. And um, one day I think that idea will click. The, um, what I would say some homework to do on this is if you already have all of this set up, go into it, go into the settings and look at all of the settings again. Look at anywhere where it's a description, hours, information, right. autoresponders, like do, do a little bit of a check. Yeah, some housework, yeah. So do a health check and go through everything and make sure it's good. And I, I find that we, we do that here every so often. And every time I go into that Facebook page and go to the Coleman and Company or Coldessi Facebook page and reread it, I find something again that I can add, remove, change, sure. update. And uh, and it feels good to go ahead and, be, and keep on top of that. Right. Yeah. I like that one. All right. Good. Well, I think we're um, ready to go. The way that we end the podcast is uh, Mark Stevenson will say, um, thanks for listening. We end the podcast. And then he'll say... Um, and this is Mark Stevenson, and then I'll and then I'll say, this is Mark Vila, and then he'll usually say, have a good business. So okay. I, we're going to do that, okay? Okay, which so, one am I doing? Am um, I... You can say, have a good business, because you're replacing him, like, when he walked oh, in. Okay, so, okay. Um, so you would say, thanks for listening. All right, all right. So thanks for listening. This is <laughs> Hannah Rago. And this is Mark Vila. And have a good business. That was good. Nailed was good. it. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you.